Student sections across Michigan battle to be the state's best, and refs working on an island. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. I'm John Ross, and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. After a one-year hiatus, Battle of the Fans is back and into the challenge round. Nine schools from a record-tying 27 applications advance to the challenge round, and three will move on to the finals. This is the 10th edition of Battle of the Fans, which showcases cheering sections from around the state and promotes good sportsmanship. The nine schools to advance are Howell, Midland Dow, Traverse City West, Imlay City, Spring Lake, Yale, Buchanan, North Muskegon, and Petersburg Summerfield. Buchanan is a three-time champ, winning in 2013, 2018, and 2020. North Muskegon won in 2019, and TC West won in 2016. The other six schools will be looking for their first Battle of the Fans championship. The challenge round consists of up to 20 challenges that schools submit via TikTok. The MHSAA Student Advisory Council votes to determine who moves on, and those finalists will be announced on January 24th. For more, check out secondhalf.mhsaa.com. Game balls this week go to Jonesville's Kylie Ward. Kylie hit a free throw with 1.3 seconds on the clock, giving Jonesville a 47-46 win over Onstead. The victory keeps Jonesville undefeated this year at 7-0. Onstead falls to 5-2. The free throw was one of nine points in the game for Ward. The Grand Ledge Gymnastics Team, which took first in the annual flip-flop invite at Rockford, the Comets bested Jackson Area Gymnastics and Rockford, who finished 1-2 in the state finals last year. And to the Petoskey Boys Ski Team and Traverse City Central Girls Ski Team, who each took home top honors at the Harbor Petoskey Ski Invite at Boyne Highlands. Petoskey is the defending D2 Boys Champ, Traverse City Central the defending D1 Girls Champ. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid, helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov/mi-student-aid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis. Let's try a you-make-the-call play today. The offensive player jumps in an effort to take a shot or make a pass. The defensive player reaches out and is able to place their hands on the ball to keep the offensive player from releasing it. And the offensive player returns to the floor with the ball. You make the call. There was no contact, so there is no foul. Is it a traveling violation, or is it a hell ball with the ball going to the team with the possession arrow in its favor? Some old-timers out there might remember that until about 1990, a traveling violation would have been called on this play. But the rules now call for a hell ball in this situation, with the possession arrow, which has just been introduced five years earlier in 1985, prevailing. Thanks, Sam. If you want to be a referee, just go to the MHSAA website now to register. And while we're on the subject of officials, be sure to check out secondhalf.mhsaa.com for a great story on what goes into officiating on both Mackinac and Beaver Islands. Longtime official Dave Reeb has been organizing officials for sports on both islands for years, using boats, snowmobiles, planes, you name it, to get back and forth from the mainland. 
and most trips require an overnight stay, as basketball and volleyball teams will usually play doubleheaders with one gamer match at night and then a second the following morning. Reeb is a former athletic director for Inland Lake Schools and has been an MHSAA registered official for 30 years. We say it a lot, but if you are interested in becoming an official, please go to MHSAA.com and register. The presence of an official is the number one difference between being a pickup game and an organized high school activity. An official can help teach the importance of following rules, impartiality, and fairness. And there are some great benefits to becoming an official, like staying in shape, staying involved in the sports you played as a kid, networking, and of course you earn money while doing all of that. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross. We'll see you next week. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. And say good evening, everybody. Welcome to McMoran Arena, where tonight we've got high school hockey action in the MIHL North Division as Port Huron Northern will take on Orchard Lake St. Mary's. The Huskies come in trying to snap a four-game losing streak. They're 4-8 and eight overall on the season. Five of their eight losses have been by two goals or less. And in their last eight losses, they've scored just eight goals. 22 goals for in their four wins. In fact, if the Huskies score a second goal in a game, they're 4-1 this year. The problem is, is they haven't had enough games where they've scored a second goal. They're struggling since December the 1st. They've scored just 10 goals, and that covers a span of eight games. Meantime, their opponent, Orchard Lake St. Mary's, 9-3 this season. They already have four shutouts. They've only surrendered 16 goals against. They have one goaltender with a 0.35 goals against average and a 9.77 save percentage. Thankfully, we're not going to see him uh, tonight, but the guy we will see has a 2.17 goals against and a 9.06 save percentage. In fact, we're going to see some good goaltenders in this one because Logan Sheffer, uh, despite a 2-7 and seven, uh, record, is uh, being considered by many the MVP of the league this year. Uh, he's been that good for Northern. Opening face-off in the starting lineups coming up next here on GetStuckOnSports.com. When you run with us on a Gator UTV... The engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. 
Learn more and get started online at advscu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual, and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. 
Michael's Car Center starting lineups brought to you by Michael's Car Center, your dealer for the people. Logan Sheffer gets the starting goal for Port Huron Northern. Nick Robbins and Easton Plater are lined up along the defense and up front. They've got uh, Tim Monahan with Jacob Kerrigan and Josh Simpson. For the Eaglets, it's uh, Jack Brunel up front, paired up with uh, Dugan Cretu and uh, Gannon Becker. Back along the defense, you've got Dylan Magdich and Reese Williams, who, by the way, have combined to score 10 goals this season, so a lot of offense on this defensive uh, pairing. And in goal is Aiden Klingbeal getting the uh, start for Orchard Lake St. Mary's. The Eaglets are 9-3, and and as we mentioned, in 12 games, they've only allowed 16 goals against, and nine of those have come in a two-game stretch, and they won one of those two games. Northern with an early attack here as Monaghan brought it up over the line, but it's broken up and sent the other way. Brunel up the right wing side trying to get around Robbins. Forced him in behind the goal, and Robbins will come out with the puck. Chopped it ahead, back out center ice. Circling back at his own line is Magdich. Magdich now will play it off for Becker. Becker will get as far as the center red line and no further and play his whistle down right in front of the St. Mary's bench. I think it touched somebody who was on the bench, and so we're going to get a neutral zone faceoff just outside the Eaglets blue line. They wear red and white on the road, red the primary color, and the Huskies are wearing the white uniforms tonight. They Northern has about eight different uniforms, and, of course, I kid about that, but they do. They have white, they have blue, they have gold. And various combinations. Clink in behind his own goal. Played the puck ahead, and now McHugh will work it out center ice. Bellinger couldn't knock it down. In the neutral zone now, he will tie up with uh, Kavik. Kavik worked it up over the line. It ends up down in the corner. Centering feed, nearly picked off by Matt Monahan. Got back to the blue line. A shot there by Agney was blocked. Now they'll be swung around the boards in the Husky zone. Clink to Bellinger, just inside his own line. He's stripped of the puck. Look out. Here's Colbush moving in with a shot and the save made by Sheffer. That was a good one. Now Bellinger knocked down right at his own line. Following up, though, Matt Monahan sweeps it back into the St. Mary's zone, and they will regroup and start out again. Agni to center, and he'll send it in off the end boards in the northern zone. Johnston canceled out his man. And the puck will be played out center ice now. On the move is Bringard up the left side. Centering feed in front, trying to get it to Bruno. That ended up off to the side of the net. And a good chance there was knocked away by the goaltender, Klingbeal. Now back up into the Husky zone. Johnston sweeps it away from the front of his own net. Becca Larson takes a hit in along the boards. Shot from the left circle. Knocked down out in front, a wide open net, and it was slid wide by Seabor. He had an empty net, and he couldn't get his stick on it cleanly. Now it's again loose out in front of the net. Played back on the blue line. Shot by the defenseman Kamara. Didn't get through to the net. That was blocked. Ends up in behind the goal. Scotchard has it for the Huskies. He's being chased in behind the net by Seabor. Seabor threw one off to the side of the goal. That's broken up. A couple of Northern players got in each other's way. Now Johnston wrestles against two St. Mary's players to try to pin it up in along the boards. Magdich moved in deep, took a chop at it. Seabor is in there as well, but coming out with the puck was Simpson, and then it was stripped away from him. Kuza tried to cut in and couldn't get to the goal. He's angled off. Larson and uh, Scotchard try to pin it up. It comes back to the line, and finally... 
They get a lucky bounce. It bounced away from Kamara and back out center ice. Played ahead now. Charging back up over the line is Kuza. Left circle. Kuza taken in along the boards. We've got a penalty coming up here. Who's it going to be against? An interference call. And this might be the St. Mary's player who's going to get the penalty. They're all kind of looking around acting innocent, but it's going to uh, be... Connor Morgan, I believe, who's going to the box. And Northern will go on the power play here. And they have uh, spent most of the first 3.07 of the hockey game in their own zone. But now they'll get a chance, and Orr right off the faceoff fires from the top of the right circle, and that'll be covered. It was Morgan for interference at 3.07 of this first period. Now shorthanded, it'll be played out center ice. Williams on the attack. The defenseman takes it in deep, hit the side of the northern net. And then uh, Sheffer thought about covering it, and he played it to Robbins. He leaves it in behind his own goal, and the Huskies' McHugh will regroup and start out. Here's McHugh up his off wing, cuts back to the middle, and he and Orr got tangled up. Now Johnston out at center will play it up over the line. Simpson giving chase, trying to get there, working now against Magdich. Here's Simpson along the left wing boards, trying to free up some space for himself. Gets help from McHugh. Magdich again, tying up the two Husky players. Finally, McHugh takes it in behind the goal. He battles there with Williams. McHugh into the right wing corner. He'll leave it for Orr. Orr takes a look, goes back to Robbins at the right point. Left circle now to Johnson. Another penalty coming up here against St. Mary's. Huskies finally realize it, get Shefford to the bench for the extra attacker, but it'll be touched up here, and we're going to get a cross-checking penalty, and Williams is kind of looking at the referee cross-eyed here, but he's headed to the box, and this is going to be a long two-man advantage for the Huskies. There's still 55 seconds left on the first penalty. So Morgan has 55 seconds left on the interference penalty, and now... Reese Williams heads to the box on a cross-check call at 4.13. And Northern working on a five-on-three. They'll get possession out near the blue line. Silas Klink, left point, played it into the slot behind Bringard. Now Bellinger tied up right wing corner, getting some help from Tim Monahan, but a good job there by Agney, and he will win the battle against two Huskies and send it down the ice. Now 30 seconds left on that first penalty. 12.20 to go here in the first, an early chance for the Huskies. Matt Monahan up over the line. He'll take it all the way in behind the goal. Monahan now to the left circle. Played it left, point to Clink, and it slid under his stick and out to center. He'll move it quickly to Tim Monahan in the neutral zone and then get it back. Clink takes a look. Up ahead now for Bellinger. Bellinger will gain the zone. Just seven seconds left on that first minor penalty. The puck in behind the goal. Getting there first was Dell. He fanned on it, but got enough of it to get it to Seabor, and he'll sweep it down the ice. That'll kill off the first penalty. So they had 55 seconds of five on three and never got set up in the zone. 54 seconds now left on the minor penalty to Williams. Dumped down into the St. Mary's zone. Orr came in, gave his man a bump. Johnston at the left point. Tried to hold it in, but couldn't, and it's worked out center ice by Brunel. Now Johnston at his own line. Swept it deeper into his own zone for Robbins to go back and get. Back to Johnston. Pressure up front. Good job on the forecheck by Cretu. 
here on the penalty kill. Now Simpson lays it center ice. McHugh bumped by Cretu, and LePuck again will be chopped all the way back down into the Husky zone. 20 seconds left on the power play. Johnston in behind his own goal. Cut out in front of his own net, and a steal by Cretu. Cretu tried to set it up in front, and it was fanned on by Brunel, and he slid a backhander wide of the goal. Held in again at the blue line, this time by Mitchell. Mitchell gives it back to Cretu. He tried to slip one down low, and battling with Johnston off to the side of the net all the way into the left circle is Brunel. Now he leaves it for Cretu. He'll take it in behind the goal. St. Mary's back at full strength, and now they're going to get a power play chance as the Huskies will touch up, and we'll get a hooking penalty here against Northern. And it looks like Nolan Johnston is going to the box. And so St. Mary's does a great job on the penalty kill. And now they'll get an opportunity with the man advantage. 10.37 to play here in the opening period. No score yet. 6.23 the time of the Johnston penalty for hooking. Holbush won the faceoff. Played it back on the line now. Williams will sweep it down into the corner. Cretu played it back on the line. Now they'll send it over to the left circle. Colbush played it back to the point, then got it back again, and then hands it off now for Mitchell. Mitchell, center point with a shot. Some traffic in front, but Sheffer had a good look at that, and he gobbles it up in the midsection and hangs on. 140 left on the man advantage here for Orchard Lake St. Mary's in a goalless first period with 10-17 to play. Colbush again won the faceoff. Back to Williams at the right point. He'll move between the circles then slides it across to Mitchell at the left point. Mitchell takes a look, goes to Colbush. Off left circle with a shot. He scored! Oh! He hammered the shot, it looked like, right into the pads of Sheffer, and then all of a sudden there was enough steam on it for the puck to trickle out through the legs and into the net, and it's a power play goal, giving Orchard Lake St. Mary's the lead. And I believe that will be Case Colbush's goal, and if so, it'll be his third of the season. A power play goal comes at 6 minutes and 57 seconds of the opening period. Mitchell and Williams get the assist. It was Colbush's goal all the way, making it one to nothing. Sent back down now into the St. Mary's zone. Klingbeal will stop it at the side of his own net. Dell will clear it ahead. That puck bounced funny. It ended up on Matt Monahan's stick in the slot, but he couldn't get a shot away. Connor Morgan circles his own goal now for St. Mary's and fires at center ice. That will deflect off of Orr back into the Husky zone. Carter Bellinger, first man back after it. Sent a long stretch pass ahead, trying to get that puck to Matt Monahan, and it actually hit the linesman and broke up the play. Silas Klink back in behind his own goal. Chased back there by Cretu. Got it ahead to Bellinger, to the line, not out from the point. Shot by Kamara was blocked, didn't get through. He'll try again. Sends it over on the left wing side now, and another long shot from along the boards is covered up by Sheffer as getting that one away was Max Archer. 
You'll forgive me. Learning St. Mary's here on the fly. And again, they're another one of those teams that have a jersey design that looks cool, but when it comes to reading numbers, they're brutal. Can't see the numbers on the sleeves because of the way the guys tuck their jerseys up. And the numbers on the back have red and white lines going through the red numbers. So, plus the fact this is the first time I've ever seen these guys. But we'll learn it as we go and do the best that we can. Tim Monahan will get it ahead, and Kerrigan will sweep it back down into the St. Mary's zone. And behind his own goal with it is Kamara. Kamara will sweep it out center ice. Good stretch pass ahead. Brunel up over the line and getting back with Scotcher to take away a possible two-on-one break there. Now Scotcher battling in the corner. Puck squirts loose. Cretu in the right circle couldn't get a shot away. It's still loose. Overskated by Becker and now played ahead to Tim Monahan. He'll work at center ice. Kerrigan up the right wing side. Shovels it up over the line just out of Tim Monahan's reach. And that will now give the Eaglets an opportunity to work the puck out center ice. On the move, hopping up over the line is the goal scorer, Kolbush. His shot ended up deflecting wide of the goal. Huskies will get it to center out of the reach of Chauvin. Williams back after it into his own zone, hammers it ahead. Kolbush played it to the northern line. Streaking in to pick it up now is Kavik. Kavik tied up by Robbins. Still worked that puck ahead. Here's Williams in deep. Williams circles the net. Sharp angle shot knocked away by Sheffer. And now Bruno will play it out center ice. Williams circles all the way back to his own line. Fires a pass ahead. Oh, just out of the reach of Peter Oreski. Now Oreski will get there first in the northern zone. Tied up by Robbins. And behind the uh, goal, Kavik trying to get it loose. Oreski does. Feeds it back on the blue line, and then it hopped on Magdich and came back out center ice. He'll send it across, though, to Williams, and he's flying back up over the line. Little drop pass there, and Puck is fired wide of the goal. That time by Rice. They battle down in the corner. It'll come loose. Kobush couldn't get it in the right circle. Dell will sweep it back down into the corner. Twisting and spinning down low, trying to get free as Seabor. Seaboard tied up and behind the net and bounced away from a check from Robbins. Seaboard plays it back now on the blue line. Agney sends it back along the boards. Shot by Seaboard and a save made there by Sheffer, and he'll hang on to that one. St. Mary's leads it 1-0 on a power play goal. 6.25 to go here in the opening period. Will Kronberger out to take the faceoff here for St. Mary's, but the Huskies will control. Orr circles his own net. Played it to the line, but not out. At the blue line, though, unable to hold it in was Dell. He's forced back out center ice. Orr will play it at his own line. His little flip ahead deflected right back to McHugh. McHugh hit the side of his own net, trying to clear it in behind the goal and a takeaway here. Centering feet out in front by Seabor. Hit off a skate, and now Becca Larson will skate it to center. And on the backhand, she'll send it down into the St. Mary's zone. Trying to hold it in at the right point was Clink, but they'll swat it past him. Orr will chase back into his own zone now. He fired it right into a line change, but they're going to let that go as Mitchell will send it right back down into the northern zone. Now Larson is run over, but she did make the play and get the puck out of the zone. 
But uh, Morgan took advantage of that situation. Now it's Clink working out of his own zone for Northern, leading a four-man rush. Clink up over the line, and then it was tapped off his stick. And back out center ice, and Kuza just got flattened as Orr stepped up on him and returned a big hit. St. Mary's had thrown the last couple of big ones. Now Orr with another hit on his man, but this one's going to draw a penalty. As Orr had the stick up, and he took Kuzma to the boards rather heavily. And we'll see if this is more than two minutes. The official went directly to the uh, scorer's table and started talking through the glass rather than coming up and making a signal, which leads me to think Orr may have picked up more than two minutes here. There's 5-10 to go in the first. 1-0 St. Mary's on a power play goal. And now the officials are coming over to the northern bench to explain the call to Chris Jones and company. And it is a five-minute major for Orr. Bad news for Northern. Looks like he got two and ten because they're sending Chauvin over to the box. 11.50, the time of the uh, penalties to Orr. Huskies will win the faceoff and clear the zone. With five minutes to go here in the first, they're shorthanded for the next 450 on the major penalty to Orr. They called it a check from behind, and that includes a 10-minute misconduct as well. Agney plays it back to the point, and it's poked off of Delstick back out center ice by Josh Simpson. Agney in the neutral zone. Hands it off now for Brunel. Brunel looking for some room. Carries up the left side and over the line. He'll drop it back at the blue line. Played by Magdich in along the boards. Now they'll go to Mitchell. Mitchell will send it back on the point to Agney. He'll go back to Mitchell at the right point. He'll try a shot, and that is blocked by Kerrigan. And Kerrigan will get to the loose puck and backhand it down the ice. Four minutes left on the man advantage. Just over four minutes to go here in the opening period. St. Mary's regroup in their own zone. Agney plays it ahead. Kobesh back up over the line. Kobesh plays it around the boards. Tried to get it to Mitchell at the left point, and it hit a stanchion. Bounced right to Matt Monahan, and he'll sweep it the length of the ice. Down to three and a half minutes left on the major penalty. 3.40 to go in the period. Through center, Kobush up the left wing side. Played it over the line. Johnston got in the way, and McHugh picks up the loose puck out of feet and drives it down the ice. So far, so good for the Huskies here on the penalty kill. Reloading no is Williams now, and he'll skate it through center. Williams on the charge, up the left wing side, takes it all the way around the goal. Williams into the right wing corner and up the right wing boards with it. He'll come out to the blue line and then tried to slide a pass across. Then Matt Monahan read the play, and Polk checks it up over the glass. We'll get a faceoff. It'll stay in the Husky zone. 3.02 left on the major penalty to Orr with 3.12 to play here in the opening period. 1-0 St. Mary's with the lead. 
Simpson and Larson come out as penalty killers now for Northern. Faceoff comes back to Dell. He'll go right point to Agnew. Agnew plays it into the corner. And controlling it there is Seabor. Seabor. Again, off to the side of the net. Slipped one into the slot, but right there was Larson, and she'll roll it ahead. Simpson now trying to break away, but hustling back was Agney. Made a really good play there defensively to prevent Josh Simpson from getting a shorthanded chance. Now Brunel up the right wing side. Cuts to the middle, got tangled up with Seabor. Somehow they managed to stay on side, though. Pass across for Agney in the right circle. He'll push it down in behind the goal. Played there by Magdich. Magdich will play it back on the blue line to Dell, center point. Right circle for Agney. He'll slide it down low now. Seabor plays it in back of the net. Magdich looking there. Sends it to Brunel, left circle. He'll drop it back on the left point to Dell. Dell goes back to Magdich in the corner. Magdich into the slot. Dell cutting in to Brunel with a shot and the save made by Sheffer. And he'll hang on to that. And that was the best look so far on the power play. For St. Mary's, they have 2.02 left on the major penalty. Now Scotchard comes out with McHugh as penalty killers. McHugh won the faceoff, but Seabor is going to pick up the puck in behind the goal. Leaves it there for Magdich. Back to Seabor, left circle. Tried to go into the slot to Dell. That was broken up. Now they've got it to Brunel in the left circle. He'll go back to Dell at the line with a drive. Save made by Sheffer. Rebound poked into the corner. Dug out now and played back on the point to Dell. Dell between the circles. Fires again through traffic. Sheffer the save, and he has to dive on the loose puck off to the side of the net and hang on to it. 135 left on the major penalty. 145 to play here in the first. one nothing St. Mary's with the lead. And a power play goal, 6.57 into the hockey game from Colbush, and that's been it so far. Colbush beat McHugh on the draw, but he won the faceoff with such force that he drove it all the way back down the ice into his own zone. Williams back after it. Reese Williams now works the pass ahead, chipped up over the line, chasing after it is Becker, but the Huskies will get there first, and they'll drive it all the way down the ice. Goaltender came out, played it away from his own player. Colbush will come back now and get it. He'll hand it off to Williams. Williams will cut up the middle of the ice. Got around one Husky player and then rolled it from the blue line right to the net. And Sheffer will freeze it and hold it for a faceoff and some pushing and shoving as McHugh was uh, right in the face of one of the St. Mary's players after the whistle, but they'll get everybody separated. He was not happy with uh, Kavik there. As Kavik heads back over to the bench. 104 left in the period. Still 54 seconds left on the major penalty. And so far, so good for Northern here on the penalty kill. As Dell will send it to Magdich. His pass across to Flex. Held in, though, in the right circle. Agni sent it in behind the goal. Magdich got it to Brunel. He'll circle into the left circle and then leave it for Dell. Dell skates along the boards, then he'll hand it off. Magdich takes a look, goes back on the blue line to Brunel. Back down low for Dell. He tipped it wide of the goal. Seabor picks it up now. He'll tap it into the corner to Magdich. Centering feed, and that slid under the stick of Brunel. Now Dell fires a shot, blockered away. 
Simpson takes it in along the boards, but he's pressured right away. Brunel overskates the puck, but now Dell's got it. Dell in the left circle, moving right in with a drive, and he ripped it up off the glass. Five seconds left on the penalty, 15 in the period. Pressure on here from St. Mary's. Seabor trying to walk in in front, and Kerrigan took it away. Chauvin out of the box. He was serving the major penalty, so Northern kills off the five-minute major, and now Robbins retreats in behind his own goal and kills off the first period time. At the end of one, it's 1-0 St. Mary's. As they outshot Northern 12-3 in that opening uh, period. Could have been a lot worse, though. A five-minute major penalty, and Northern escapes down just a goal at the end of one. We'll be back to tell you all about it in just a moment here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Dara Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dara Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Magna International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water area high school athletics. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 987 
The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. All right, welcome back here to McMoran Arena. One to nothing, St. Mary's leads after one. Case Kolbush scored on the power play at 6.57 of the first, his third of the year from Donovan Mitchell and Reese Williams, the only scoring play. Shots favored the Eaglets 12-3. Northern 0-2 on the power play. Their power plays overlapped. They had 55 seconds of a two-man advantage early in the game and really didn't threaten. And Orchard Lake St. Mary's was one for two on the power play. They scored quickly on their first man advantage, but their second man advantage was a five minute major and they really didn't threaten against the uh, Husky penalty killers that time around. So one nothing St. Mary's after one. We'll take another quick break. You're listening to High School Hockey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low rate home equity line of credit from Ad via credit union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at advscu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval, equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 401863. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grass. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? 
Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. Uh, out of town, uh, Marysville playing at Utica tonight. Marysville leads 2-1 to one after 1 uh, at Utica. Noel Valley with a shorthanded goal. Wallace has the other goal for the Vikings. Here it's one nothing. St. Mary's leads Northern after 1 on GetStuckOnSports.com. Garaclean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Garaclean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and rest there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor. 810-982-7044. DuraClean by Bachelor. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m all week long visit neiman's family market in st Clair. you'll be glad you did looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kids sweet 16 maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price whatever your needs are jepson car company will take care of you located at 5277 gratia avenue in st Clair, jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget with a great selection for first-time car buyers check out their website at jepsoncarco.com that's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. 
This is Daniel Squires of Vincent's Heating and Plumbing. Call us to set up a tune-up for your gas furnace or boiler to make certain it's safe and ready to keep you warm for the coming cold. Our tech takes about 90 minutes for all the safety checks and maintenance needed. You can save $20 off the regular price, plus we'll send your sports or band boosters a matching $20 donation when you use a special coupon. To get your coupon, visit vhpinc.com forward slash sports. Then to schedule your service, call Vincent's Heating and Plumbing at 810-985. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. Welcome back here to McMoran Arena. Both teams will be back in full strength, although Orr has time remaining to serve on a misconduct penalty. In fact, quite a bit of time because uh, his penalty ended with 10 seconds to go on the period, so he's still got nine minutes and 50 seconds to serve on his misconduct, so we will not see him for the first 10 minutes of the second period for Port Huron Northern. In the meantime, it's a one nothing hockey game on the uh, power play goal from Case Kolbush at 6.57 of the uh, opening period. Teams will switch ends, and Logan Sheffer will defend the uh, goal at the east end of McMoran Arena now here in the second period. He made 11 saves in the first, really 11 and a half because the goal, he stopped most of it, and it just somehow squeezed through the pads. There was enough steam on it, and it just dribbled through him and into the goal. And that's been it so far. Williams swings it around the boards in his own zone. And Magdich will get it out center ice. Here's a chance two on one now. No, offside right at the blue line. As I think the wet ice, the Zamboni just got off, and I think the wet ice slowed that pass down. And Dugan Cretu was just a half step ahead of the play. And offside right at the Husky line, so we'll get a neutral zone faceoff here. Brunel is going to get tossed from the draw, it looks like. Or is he? He circled around like he had been thrown out, but he went right back in. He wins it. Magdich will fire it in. Sheffer will catch it going wide of the net, but then decides that he's just going to hang on to it. So we'll get a face-off in the northern zone. Just underway here in period number two. 16.35 to go. McHugh will take the draw here for Northern off to the left of his own goal. Came back on the line, a long shot by Magdich went wide. Williams pinches in, takes it down into the left wing corner, then fed it back to Cretu at the line, and then his pass came out center ice. So Magdich had to circle back, and he'll just dump it back in behind the goal. St. Mary's will tag up. Scotchard will move it ahead. Matt Monahan will deflect it down the ice, right in on goal. And it's one of the uh, few times we've had to uh, say Klingbeal's name tonight, and in fact, he was so lonely down there that he decided to cover that puck up and freeze it. He only had three shots to uh, deal with in the first period. Bruno will come out to take the face off here for the Huskies. Delvo's got the puck off the draw. He'll play it ahead. Colbush was tied up. So Kavik has to circle back in his own zone, goes to Dell, and he'll glass it back out to safety. In the neutral zone now, Chauvin played it ahead. Dell intercepted it. Swept it back to the Husky line, and Klink will take it there. 
Silas Klink works it ahead now. Chauvin, a pass out to center ice. Couldn't get it through to Bruno. Agni intercepts. Goes to Dell, and Dell will swipe it ahead quickly. Right back up over the line was Kavik. He left it now for Colbush. Colbush back on the left point to Dell. Dell will take the shot through traffic, and that went just wide. At the right point, Agni backhands it back down in behind the goal. Digging in after it there is Oreski. Now Oreski in back of the Husky net. Blew a tire and went down. And then Klink knocked the stick out of Kobush's hands. Got away with that. And the Huskies will get a clear. Bruno at center. Couldn't handle the lead feed. And now Oreski right back up the left wing side. Run in two by Robbins. And the Huskies will get it to center. Dell right to the red line. Fires it right in on goal. Gloved down by Sheffer. He'll move it this time. Klink to Robbins. Robbins takes a look. Cross ice feed is intercepted and held in the zone. And again, blowing a tire. Boy, bad edge there for uh, Cyborg. He's the second St. Mary's player to lose an edge here this period. In the last uh, couple of seconds, Cyborg in behind the goal now. Trying to get free, but he's tied up by Robbins. Now Kretu trying to center one out in front. That'll come back to the blue line. Mitchell shot blocked right back to him, so Mitchell will try to skate it in a little closer. Sends it to the opposite point. Kamara sent it wide of the goal. Centered out in front, comes back to Kamara in the slot. He hit the goal post, drove it off the post. Now Mitchell moves in deep. The defense getting the chances here. Big Berenger standing in front of that net. Screen Sheffer, he never saw that shot by Kamara, and it clanged clean off the pipe. And now an icing call here against the Huskies is going to bring the faceoff back into the northern zone. 14-11 to go here in the second. St. Mary's picking up where they left off in the first, carrying the play here and on the attack. Luke Rice on the faceoff, but McHugh won this draw. Matt Monahan got it out center ice. He got around Rice, but Magdich is back to intercept there. He left it in behind his own goal for the smooth skating Williams, who will play it ahead. And Kuzo will get it out center ice. Tapped it back at his own line, and it's Williams again. He's going to circle back, do a little loop-de-loop, and then fire a pass ahead. He missed Kuzo, and that will go for icing against the Eaglets and bring the faceoff back down into the St. Mary's zone. Girls high school basketball tomorrow night here on GetStuckOnSports.com. A couple of games for you. Brady will be over on uh, stream two where he has got a a big Matt Gold showdown between Marysville and Marine City from Marine City. 7 o'clock tomorrow night on stream two. I'll be in Crosslex tomorrow night as uh, the Lady Pioneers take on the Lady Broncos of North Branch in a BWAC showdown again 7 o'clock. Going to get another penalty call here off the faceoff. And this time it's a holding call, and it's going to be Cretu for St. Mary's. And the Huskies will get their third power play of the game. 3.23, the time of this penalty call. So Northern will try to get even here with the man advantage. They get it to Robbins. His shot was wide of the goal. Johnston left circle. Played it back on the left point to McHugh. McHugh fires through traffic, and that went wide of the goal. Rebound off the end boards. 
Got away from Bruno at the line. Robbins held it in, but he gave it right to Williams, and Williams will slip it out. Brunel giving chase. He's going to get to the puck in behind the Husky goal, and he's going to lay it back out center ice to Rice, who will play it back further at his own line to Dell, who will then sweep it back down into the northern zone. So they did a good job playing keep away there. Now Johnston's pass is a bad one, but a break here for Northern. The net is dislodged. I think Sheffer might have just gotten away with one there. He saw that the Huskies had just given the puck away in their own end and were going to give up a scoring chance there, and all of a sudden the net was uh, dislodged. Now they're bringing the faceoff outside the zone, and St. Mary's is not squawking too much about it. Maybe one of their guys did go by and knock it off. Didn't see anybody down there, though. That was the thing. So it must have happened earlier in the shift, and then Sheffer was just showing the ref that it was off. Here's Robbins up ahead for Bruno. 114 left on the advantage. Bruno over the line, and his pass is broken up. And Seabor will slip it back down into the Husky zone. Johnston back in behind his own net. Tries the right side with McHugh. He'll gain center and knock it up over the line, but he didn't get it deep, and Agney will shoot it back down the ice. Sheffer's got to wander out of the net this time to play it away from Kavik. And the Huskies will regroup in their own zone. Scotcher in behind the goal. His pass ahead gets to Kerrigan. Kerrigan now will lift it right in on goal from outside the blue line. That's an easy save for uh, Klingbeal. Now... In behind the goal, Dell bumping with Bringard. Bringard will get it back on the left point to Klink. Klink will bounce it back to Bringard in the left wing corner. He'll try to slip it in front to Kerrigan. That one was blocked, though, by Agney. Now in behind his own goal is Magdich. He'll look for an opening, held in at the line by Tim Monahan, and then getting in front of that was Rice to poke out center ice. And Northern had to get back on side, and Dell was able to get to the puck first and shoot it down the ice, and that's going to kill off the penalty. Huskies are 0 for 3 on the power play and haven't threatened with any of their opportunities yet. Monahan over the line. He'll fire one wide of the goal. Bringard right circle. Works his way into the corner. Now Bringard off to the side of the net looking for somebody. Bringard still with it. Goes to Matt Monahan in the right wing corner. He'll work his way up the right wing boards. Tried to play it back to Tim Monahan. He's got it now top of the right circle, but then he blew a tire and we'll get a penalty here. He blew a tire because somebody tripped him. And it looks like Oreski is headed to the penalty box. So Peter Oreski will get a tripping minor. Here at 5.50. And the Huskies will get their fourth power play of the game. See what they can do here. It's still just a 1-0 hockey game with 11-10 to go in the second period. Magdich gets it off the faceoff, and he'll work it out center ice. Robbins back at his own line. Flips it off on the left side for Johnston. Johnston goes back across on the right side for McHugh. Still inside his own line, and then his pass deflects off Kobush all the way back into the northern zone. Johnston had to go back after it. He leaves it for Jeremiah McHugh. He'll slip it out center ice. Now charging up over the line and blowing a tire was Simpson. Boy. Maybe it's not the edges on the skates. Maybe it's the ice. Again, we have had a lot of silver stick uh, action here at McMoran Arena. And uh, 
It's quite possible that the uh, ice is a little choppy tonight. Johnston in behind his own goal. Check there by Brunel. Now Robbins will try. 1-10 left on the par playing again. The Huskies haven't really gotten into the St. Mary's zone. Big hit by Agney on Simpson, but Simpson got it in deep. Cretu in his own zone. Lost possession of it. Robbins tapped it into the corner, but Dell got there first. And right now the Eaglets are getting to all the loose pucks and winning all the battles. Sent right down the ice to Sheffer. He'll hand it off to Klink. Klink is tied up by Cretu down in behind the goal. 45 seconds left on the northern advantage. That has not been an advantage yet in this game. Long stretch pass picked off by Dell at center, and again he sweeps it back down into the Husky zone. Klink worked at center ice, and then Rice took it away and swept it back into the northern zone. Now Robbins ahead for Simpson. Knocked down from behind by Dell. And play is whistled down. Is Dell going to get a penalty? He is. And for the second time tonight, Northern's going to have a five-on-three. This one will not be as long as the other. Just 21 seconds left on the penalty. But Dell is going to pick up a cross-check. 7.29 the time of the penalty. The fifth of the game against Orchard Lake St. Mary's. So they'll bring the face off down in the Eaglet zone off to the uh, right of uh, Klingbaugh. 21 seconds of five on three here for Northern. Big face off. Matt Monahan in against Rice, and Rice won the draw and the backhand clear down the ice by Williams. And the Huskies will have to come back and get it. Clink, side of his own net. Sweeps it ahead for Matt Monahan up the right wing side. He'll carry up over the line. Leaves for Bringard. Long shot. Blockered away. Picked up by Kerrigan. The first penalty is expired. It's back to five on four for a minute 35. In behind the goal, Matt Monahan slides it back to Klink at the blue line. He'll try a shot. Knocked down out in front. Didn't get through to the net. And Oreski, who's out of the box, clears it center ice. Here's Rice now trying to work his way up over the line shorthanded. And then his back pass picked off by Tim Monahan. He'll play it back to the St. Mary's line, but Mitchell was there to break it up, and his dump down the ice deflects right to a teammate. Right in on goal is Kronberger, and he scores. A shorthanded goal. He had just come off the bench, and the long dump down the ice hit a Husky player right at the blue line and set it up for him perfectly to skate on to and go in and score a shorthanded goal. And it's 2-0 St. Mary's. And, uh, boy, that was kind of gift wrap. That's Will Kronberger's first goal of the season. Eight nineteen, the time of the goal. We're saying unassisted, but I believe that was Mitchell that fired that puck down there. It hit a Northern player, but I would have given him the assist anyways. But it's a shorthanded goal, and it makes it 2-0 now. And Northern, Johnston has it in behind his own goal. They still have 45 seconds of power play time here. Up over the line is Simpson. Simpson trying to get around Mitchell, couldn't do it. Get some help from Robbins as they battle along the right wing boards. And it'll come back out center ice. And look out. Kronberger racing after it again. And Johnston was able to reach back just in the nick of time to poke check it away and stop Kronberger from getting his second straight breakaway. 20 seconds left on the penalty. 
Up over the line, McHugh dumps it down in behind the goal. He'll beat Mitchell to the loose puck, and then Mitchell will angle him into the boards. McHugh still going, trying to kick that puck in front. Taken away, though. Played to the line by Colbush. Held in by Klink at the left point. His pass down into the left circle is taken away, though, and Magdich will dump it back down the ice, and that'll kill off the rest of the penalty. Colbush goes to Magdich. He tried to center it out in front. It is light right in the goal crease. It ends up in behind the goal. Boy, the puck is bouncing all over the place, and for Northern, most times in the wrong direction. Here's Oreski in behind the goal. He'll take a look out into the slot for Colbush. He'll send it across, and Williams misfired on it. And then the Huskies trying to dump it out, hit Becca Larson in the back of the leg with it, but it finally did come out center ice. Williams at his own line will play it ahead. Knocked down by Robbins. He'll send it down the ice right in on goal. Uh, and again, Klingbeal will play that one away. And St. Mary's will reload. Through center. Kavich up over the line. Kavich takes it all the way in behind the goal. Going for a little skate here. Played it into the left circle for Colbush. Colbush played it back down in behind the net. Oreski ran into a couple of players, including his own teammate. Robbins got to the loose puck to the line. Not out, but now it's blocked back out. Center ice. Two on one, Northern. Up over the line, moving in is Matt Monahan. Matt Monahan got in too deep. He had Chauvin with him, wanted to get him the puck, and ended up in behind the goal, unable to make a play. And now St. Mary's will start back out. They're three on three with a rescue up over the line. Drop pass to Rice with a shot, and that's deflected. And will go up over the glass and out of play with 6.06 to go here in the second period. And finally... Colin Orr will be released from the penalty box having served all 15 minutes that he garnered in the first period. 2-0 St. Mary's leads with 6.06 to play here in the second. Power play goal in the first, a shorthanded goal here in the second period. And Simpson, I believe, has told the uh, official that Northern wants a timeout here. The Huskies are going to use their 30-second timeout to try to regroup. Case Colbush got a power play goal against him, 6.57 into the first to make it one to nothing. And here at 8.19 of the second, Will Kronberger scored his first goal of the year, a short-handed goal. A little bit of a gift wrap package, but I'll tell you what, he made a nice finish. He went in and Went to the backhand and uh, found room in the five hole of Sheffer. So he didn't look like a guy scoring his first goal of the year. He looked like a guy that's been doing that a lot. Check our schedule here and let you know when our next high school hockey is coming up. I know we've got a doubleheader coming up on a Monday. I just want to make sure I get the right Monday. Uh, Next hockey is the 17th. It is a Monday. Marysville playing uh, the Thumb Legion, and uh, PH Unified has got Bishop Foley that night, those games right here at McMoran Arena. 
That'll be the next time we've got high school hockey for you here on GetStuckOnSports.com. As I said, girls basketball tomorrow night and boys basketball on Friday night. And we'll have both streams going both nights. Robbins in his own zone. Got it ahead for Tim Monahan. He's checked just inside the blue line. He had five players right at the blue line battling for the puck. Simpson took a whack at it and didn't get it out. There's a backhand try that time by Kuza that was blocked wide of the goal. He's back on the blue line. Sent down low by Kamara. And then the Huskies will pick it up and get it out center ice. Back up over the line was Archer, but he had a teammate trapped in the uh, zone, Connor Morgan. And so the play is offside, and we'll get a faceoff just outside the northern blue line. Brunel will go in against uh, McHugh here on the draw. McHugh will win the faceoff. Silas Klink just inside his own line. Slides it over to Orr, and Orr will work it out to center ice. In the neutral zone, Agni will lift it up in the air, back down into the Husky zone. Clink to Orr, and then back to Clink. He'll slide it to Bringard. Bringard worked it to the line, and Dell stepped up to hold it in. Matt Monahan will play to the line, and again, Dell to a knee, holds it in. Got the puck to Becker. Becker now trying to work it deep. In the right circle, he had his pocket picked, though, by Matt Monahan. Comes out center ice. Here's McHugh up over the line. Odd man rush for Northern. McHugh right in with a sharp angle shot. And the save there for uh, Klingbeal, and he'll hang on to it. Wasn't a great eight scoring chance, but that might have been Northern's best chance of the game so far. With 4.54 to go here in the second period, Northern down two to nothing. Bruno will go in against Kronberger. Bruno won the draw, but it got by Johnston and out to center. Scotcher at his own line, goes back to Johnston. He'll play it ahead, and that'll be intercepted. Here's Magdich right back up over the line, right circle. Dropped it back, the late man coming, and Sheffer had to make a big save. Rebound chance for Kronberger. He nearly got his second of the game there. Plays it back on the line now. Williams with a shot through traffic and a save by Sheffer, and he'll hang on. And two big dudes out in front of the net in... uh, Berenger and uh, Johnston were nose-to-nose for a second, but cooler heads prevail. We're going to face off now to the right of Logan Sheffer. Plater's got it now for the Huskies. He'll circle around his own goal. Pass is picked off by Magdich. Comes back on the line, and then it's punched out center ice. Tim Monahan up over the line. And back on the back check, doing a great job there was Magdich to break it up. And I believe, is this going to be an icing call? Yep, he put his arm up just as a player went to the ice, but it was just to signify the icing. It's not a penalty. And the faceoff will come all the way back down into the St. Mary's zone. And he fooled the penalty box guy, too. He had the door open thinking there was going to be a penalty. But it was not. He was just signifying that that was an icing call. Even the St. Mary's bench is going, were you calling a penalty there? And he pointed across. He said the penalty box guy opened the door. The dumb guy broadcasting the game thought there was a penalty coming up too. (laughs) 
button on that was just for the icing. Tim Monahan pushed it along the boards. Colbush stepped in front of it, though. He'll work it to Mitchell, and Mitchell will scoop it out center ice. Oreski trying to get to it. Easton Plater will play it, but it'll be held in here. Kavich played it in behind the goal. Intercepted by Simpson. He'll work it up the boards, held in at the left point. Ends up back in the corner. Plater again plays it to the line. And Colbush got in the way. Left it now for Kamara. Kamara couldn't get it past Plater. And finally, Easton Plater is able to lift it out center ice. Mitchell right there, though, and he'll sweep it right back down in behind the Husky goal. Robbins back to get it, but we had a delayed offside called. Oreski hadn't cleared the zone, and he went after the puck, so they whistled the play dead. And now, during the line change, Plater and uh, Colbush came together, and they've got a glance for each other. So getting a little chippy all of a sudden with 3.31 to go in the second. 2-0, St. Mary's on top in this one. Battle for the puck just outside the Husky blue line. Played by Morgan back into his own zone. Dell back to get it. Plays it for Agney. Agney will sweep one cross ice, and this is going to have enough mustard on it to go for an icing call, which will bring the face off all the way back down into the St. Mary zone. Drop it off to the left of Aiden Klingbeil. Agnes got it off the faceoff, pushed it up the right wing boards. Held in by Matt Monahan. He's cut off, though, by Agney. Worked it down low. McEwen behind the goal. Bounces off a check from Agney, and then they went back after each other, and they've got each other wrapped up at the side of the net. They're going to let go of each other, and play will continue. Rice will work it up the right wing side. Morgan up over the line, right circle. Angled off by Klink, but dropped it back to Rice. He'll send it back on the right point to Dell. He'll fire the shot, and that one went just wide of the goal. Agni from the left circle sent one wide of the net. McHugh will get to the puck first. He'll glass it ahead, and it'll come out center ice off of Bringard. Magdich at his own line. Works his way up the right side. Here's Magdich trying to get around Klink and cut in. Magdich left it at the side of the net. It's centered out in front and chopped at by Morgan, and it bounced just wide of the goal. Now it's played back on the line. There's a shot by Williams, and that hits somebody out in front and deflects back down into the St. Mary's zone. That hit Orr, and he's a little slow to get up. And he took a chop at somebody, and we've got a whistle, and I think Orr is going to pick up a penalty here. I don't think the referee saw it. I think he heard it. And he's going to take a player from each side here. Holding and slashing are going to be the calls. Orr is getting the slash. I didn't see who went in for St. Mary's. It was either Morgan or Kuza, 22 or 23. 14.51, the time of these penalty calls. And it is not going to affect manpower on the ice. Yeah, no, he got him backwards. 
Orr got the penalty for Northern 8 and 23 of Orchard Lake St. Mary's, which is Kuza got the penalty. Two minutes straight up to go here in the uh, second period now. Dell will flip the puck ahead, and that'll come out center ice. Johnston plays it to Plater at his own line. He'll go cross ice with it, and it's picked off. And Magdich was rushing in and realized if he would have played the puck, he would have been offside. We'll give the Huskies a chance to counterattack, maybe. Tim Monahan up the left wing side. He got tied up. Magdich digs the puck loose, left circle. He went to a knee but worked it ahead. Up over the line is Cretu, left circle. He threw one out in front. That'll go right across the net mouth and into the corner. Four-man scrum down in the right wing corner in the Husky zone. Brunel tied up with Johnston. Williams came in to try to help out, and his pass back to the point came out center ice in the neutral zone. Brunel will turn with it, works his way up over the line, and then he got knocked to the ice on a big hit. Cretu moved in after the uh, puck. Williams came in, knocked his man down, came out with the puck, hands it off in front to Becker, and he fanned on it. And now play has been whistled down again, and I think we're getting more penalties. A minute exactly to play in the uh, period. And Easton Plater went over by the St. Mary's bench, and they're telling him get off the ice. I think a player from each team is going here again. It looks like Simpson and Cretu are picking up penalties. Sixteen minutes, the time of these matching minors. It's gotten a little chippy. Out at center, McHugh dropped it back to Klink at his own line. He'll play it ahead for Bringard. Jack Bringard will chip it up over the line, go chasing after it. Swept away from him, though, in his own zone. Berenger played it to the line. McHugh tried to knock it down and hold it in. Unsportsmanlike were the uh, penalties there at the 16-minute mark. 15 seconds to go in the period. Puck's in the Eaglets zone, but they've got possession, and it's finally kicked out center ice and then brought back in on an offside against Northern with 7.7 seconds to go here in the period. Orr and Kuza have served their matching minors. They're coming out of the box. 12 penalties called in this hockey game. 35 minutes in penalties. Seven power plays in the game, a couple of five-on-threes and a major penalty, and only one power play goal and one shorthanded goal on the board. 2 nothing's going to be your score at the end of two, and we'll be back to tell you about it in just a moment here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Mattress King is here to help everyone get a good night's sleep. Located in Fort Gratiot, Richmond, and Lapeer, Mattress King has the perfect product to fit all needs and lifestyles. Mattress King has gone to great lengths to be your one-stop local shop when it comes to all things bedding. With brands like Serta and Beautyrest, you'll get only the best at Mattress King. Mattress King also offers free deliveries on all orders over $599. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. 
Hey everybody, it's Jane Williams from Kimball Appliance. I'm inviting you to come shop at Kimball's. We're open late on Fridays until 7 and Saturdays until 3. I take pride in helping my customers find the finest appliances and furniture. We have plenty of items in stock for immediate delivery. I guarantee the lowest prices and I'll help you find the best item to fit your needs. We offer hassle-free service, financing for everyone regardless of credit history. Kimball's is located on the corner of 10th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Nobody beats the bug. June bug, that is. Hi, this is Junebug. Stop in. We'll take good care of you. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial services llc member finra and sipc when you run with us on a gator utv the engine has your full attention the herd takes notice and the trail meets its match because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet nothing runs like a deer search john deere gator for more Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. 2-0 is the score for St. Mary's. In the first period, they got a Case Colbush power play goal. Third of the year from Donovan Mitchell and Reese Williams at 6.57. They outshot Northern 12-3 in the opening period. They got the only goal in the second. Will Kronberger, unassisted, short-handed goal. His first of the year at 8.19, making it 2-0, 7-4. St. Mary's outshot Northern in the second, so they've outshot him 19-7 through two periods, despite the fact the Huskies have had five power plays tonight, including two five-on-three opportunities, but they're 0 for 5 with the man advantage and have given up a shorty, and uh, St. Mary's is 1 for 2 on the power play, though the power play they didn't connect on 
was a five-minute major. It's been a chippy game. We've had quite a few penalties called through the first two periods of uh, hockey. 2 nothing St. Mary's, though, is the important stat at the end of two, and we'll be back with more in just a moment here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Magna International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hey everybody, it's Jane Williams from Kimball Appliance. I'm inviting you to come shop at Kimball's. We're open late on Fridays until 7 and Saturdays until 3. I take pride in helping my customers find the finest appliances and furniture. We have plenty of items in stock for immediate delivery. I guarantee the lowest prices and I'll help you find the best item to fit your needs. We offer hassle-free service, financing for everyone regardless of credit history. Kimball's is located on the corner of 10th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Nobody beats the bug. June bug, that is. Hi, this is Junebug. Stop in, we'll take good care of you. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. Mattress King is here to help everyone get a good night's sleep. Located in Fort Gratiot, Richmond, and Lapeer, Mattress King has the perfect product to fit all needs and lifestyles. Mattress King has gone to great lengths to be your one-stop local shop when it comes to all things bedding. With brands like Serta and Beautyrest, you'll get only the best at Mattress King. Mattress King also offers free deliveries on all orders over $599. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. All right, 
right, welcome back. Uh, that other game is uh, final. Marysville beat uh, Utica 5-1. to one. Noel Valley with uh, a couple of goals in the uh, win for the uh, Vikings who continue to play good hockey. Northern down a couple. The third period is coming up next. It's Orchard Lake St. Mary's 2. The Huskies nothing here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. This is Daniel Squires of Vincent's Heating and Plumbing. Call us to set up a tune-up for your gas furnace or boiler to make certain it's safe and ready to keep you warm for the coming cold. Our tech takes about 90 minutes for all the safety checks and maintenance needed. You can save $20 off the regular price, plus we'll send your sports or band boosters a matching $20 donation when you use a special coupon. To get your coupon, visit vhpinc.com forward slash sports. Then to schedule your service, call Vincent's Heating and Plumbing at 810-985. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Magna International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water Area High School Athletics. Forty Yard Prowlers are back in town for a three-game set against the Columbus River Dragons. The action starts Friday at McMoran Arena when the puck drops at 7.05. The fun continues when they play on Saturday night with another 7.05 puck drop. They will close out the weekend with a Sunday evening game at 6.05 p.m. For ticket information, follow the Prowlers on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or call the McMoran box office at 810-985-6166. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. All right, welcome uh, back. Again, uh, Northern struggling in the goal-scoring department, but it's not just that. They're struggling even to create chances, just seven shots on goal through two periods of this game, despite the fact they've had five power plays and two 
five on three advantages. One was for 55 seconds. The other was for 21 seconds. But uh, they're just not even creating chances. Uh, and uh, Aiden uh, Klingbeal hasn't really had to make a tough save in the game. And at the other end, Logan Sheffer doing all he can do. But he has been beaten twice, once on the power play and once a short-handed goal that was a uh, really nice uh, finish by Kronberger. Both teams are at full strength as we start the third, although we do have players in the penalty box serving matching minors. Williams charging in, and his centering feet is picked off, and Matt Monahan plays it ahead. Here's Bringard racing up over the line. He'll play it down into the corner. McHugh played it up the boards, but right to an eaglet player, and now Brunel skates back the other way. Brunel up over the line trying to slide through, put it on net, but that'll be covered by Sheffer, and he'll hang on to it and hold it for a faceoff. Opening minute of play here in the third period. 2-0 St. Mary's on top. The Huskies trying to snap a four-game losing streak here. Faceoff comes back on the line. Dell whistles one way wide and high off the glass. Getting to it now and lifting it back out. Center ice was Kerrigan. Tim Monahan trying to get to it. Dell played it away from him. He'll play it across now for Agney, and Agney will push it ahead. Here is Becker up over the line. He blew a tire going into the corner. Johnston to the loose puck. They tie up in along the boards. Kavich tried to center. That'll be intercepted, though, and Tim Monahan starts back for Northern. They're three on two if they hurry. Monahan tried a shot, and that was blocked by Delwide. Then from a sharp angle, Monahan hit the outside of the post. Comes back on the left point. Robbins with a try, and that's sticked aside. Bruno couldn't find it at the side of the goal, and it'll be cleared back out and into the Husky zone, and this will go far enough for icing, and the faceoff will come back down into the St. Mary's zone. Drop it off to the right of the goal. Simpson has served his minor penalty, so everybody's back on both sides. He won the faceoff, but Robbins had to retreat into his own zone. Now it's intercepted at center, charging back up over the line. Camaro with a shot, and the save made by Sheffer, and he'll hang on to that one. Well, I'll tell you what, St. Mary's gets their best scoring chances from their defense. They got six guys that, at least in this game, have all been jumping up into the play and attacking. Obviously, uh, Magdich and Williams, we knew, did this. They've got 10 goals this season. But uh, Agney, Dell, and even these guys, Mitchell and Kamara, have been very dangerous in this hockey game. Here's Kamara leading the rush again up over the line. He'll take it all the way down in behind the goal. Going for a little skate. Back on the right point. Mitchell with a drive. That tipped off a stick and went just wide of the goal. Seabor, or Cybor rather, played it in behind the net. Now Kronberger trying to work free, but staying right with him was Silas Klink. Kronberger got it back again, though, sets it up, and the shot by Berenger went wide of the goal. Now it's tapped down low again by Kamara, but this is punched back out center ice, so he's got to race back into his own zone to get it. Goes to Mitchell, back to Kamara. He's tied up by Matt Monahan down in the corner in the Eaglet zone. 
McHugh tried to whisk it out in front, but that kind of fanned off of his stick. Now Cyborg swings back into the corner. He got tangled up by the referee, so McHugh trying to steal. Gets it into Bringard, and he couldn't pull the trigger on a shot. And now it'll be rattled off the boards and back down the ice, and that's icing. As uh, Berenger just felt things were a little too helter-skelter for the moment. And he'll take the stoppage, and both teams will make changes here with 14.26 to go in the third period. 2-0 St. Mary's. They got one in the first and one in the second. We have not had an even-strength goal in the game. Power play goal and a shorthanded goal tonight for the Eaglets. Here's Johnston. Played it across for Scotchard. Too much uh, on that pass, and it'll come out center ice. In the neutral zone, though, Tim Monahan will wind it up and shoot it back in. Going in after it is Kerrigan. Five players in the corner battling for the puck. Three of them have red jerseys, though, and Williams comes out with it. Now Williams takes a look and carries it up to center. Simpson got in his way. Following up is Rice, though. Rice gets through with a shot, and that deflects up over top the goal. All of a sudden, Rice hit a second gear there, and he split the defense. Got a good look. Kerrigan back the other way now for the Huskies. Down around one man, then worked it up over the line. Chauvin trying to get in, and he's bumped off the puck. And now the other way they go. Up over the line is Kuza. Kuza will send it back down into the corners. Morgan gives chase. Becker at the side of the net threw one out in front, but right there was Scotcher to break it up, and he's just going to rip it down the ice and take an icing call here. As uh, much like uh, Berenger's decision a moment ago, he just play was too chaotic in his own zone. Better to get a whistle and restart. 13.21 to go here in the third period. Face off to the right of Logan Sheffer. Bruno in against Brunel. Brunel won the face off. Agney at the line with a drive. That's knocked down by Sheffer. And the rebound is cleared by Robbins. Off a St. Mary's player, so Agney has to go back and play it. He'll work it out center ice. Easton Plater right in front of the penalty box got in the way. Got it to Bruno, but he couldn't get very far. Agney takes it away at his own line. Agney now being very patient, slides it across right side to Dell. Dell gets it ahead to Cretu. Cretu is checked, though. And so Brunel will have to chase back into his own zone. Cuts out in front of his own net. Played it up on the right wing side. Agney got it center ice. Here's Becker up the right wing. Becker threw it right out in front of that hit. Plater and went just wide of the open side. Cretu tried to play it deep, but it's taken away by Bruno. He'll work it out center ice. In the neutral zone, Archer dropped it at his own line for Mitchell. Then he tried to go back to Archer, who has to retreat back into the corner. He'll flip it ahead. Battle for it. Cretu knocked it off the dasher board and just is able to slip it center ice. Becker now takes a big hit from Bringard. There's been some big hits both ways in this hockey game. It's been physical at times and chippy at times. Robbins to center. He'll send it in deep. Archer got back to pick it up now for the Eaglets. Swept it around the boards in his own zone. McHugh and Matt Monahan push it back in behind the goal. Colbush played it up the boards. It'll come to the right point. Orr with a long shot, but he skipped it wide of the goal. And it'll be now picked up and played out center ice. Cavett 
Got to the northern line, and then McHugh took it away. Now Bringard gets it ahead. Matt Monahan over the line. Drop pass for McHugh. He tried to cut to the middle, and Mitchell bumped him off the puck. And now it's uh, Kovic, or Kovic rather, playing it ahead. Here's a chance for Oreski. He made the move, but then he shot the puck wide of the goal. Now it's picked up by Williams. Williams dances right out in front with a great chance, and the save made by Sheffer, and he'll hang on, and I believe we're going to get a high-sticking penalty here against Northern. And it might be Orr going back to the penalty box here. It's been a rough night that way for Colin Orr tonight. He will pick up a high-sticking minor here at 546. And this will be the third power play of the game for St. Mary's. Moore has 19 minutes in penalties tonight. He's the Huskies' leading goal scorer with six. Can't get one from in there, though. Power play here for Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Boy, if they get a three-goal lead in this one, you might think Northern's in trouble. You might think they're in trouble right now, down by two. Dell will swing back to pick up the puck in behind his own goal. Minute and a half left on the man advantage. 10.46 to play in the third. Dell charging up the left wing side into the zone. Cut off by Nolan Johnston. Simpson down in the corner in his own end. Dumped it to the opposite corner. Nobody there for the Huskies, though, and Agney will play it down into the corner for Cyborg. Cyborg takes it in behind the net. Slides it into the left circle for Dell. Dell takes a look. Goes back to Cyborg down low. In front, Brunel with a chance, and Sheffer knocked that one away. Picked up now by Agni again. Agni plays it into the right wing corner for Cyborg. Back up the right wing boards. Agni and Cyborg play catch with it until Nolan Johnson gets in the way and sweeps it down the ice. 55 seconds left on the man advantage, and Magdich will start out to center now. Magdich trying to go end to end here, up over the line. Drops it off for Brunel. They'll spread it out now. Cyborg to Magdich. Back to Cyborg, left wing corner. Back to the line now for Brunel. He'll take the shot, tipped in front, and it went wide of the goal. Robbins to the loose puck, and he'll hammer it off the glass and down the ice. 25 seconds left on the power play. St. Mary's will regroup. Mitchell will lead the rush out this time, and he's forced back on a good play by McHugh. Now they go to Williams. Dozen seconds left on the power play as Williams skates it through center. Williams on the move now into the left circle. Williams around the net. Wraparound try. Nope, he couldn't pull the trigger on the shot. Ends up back out at the blue line. Mitchell slides one across. Centering feed went through everything. Penalty's over. Huskies are back at full strength. Williams trying to dump it deep, but Orr out of the box got in the way, and he'll scoop it ahead and back down into the St. Mary's zone. Mitchell chopped it away from Orr, but gave it right to Monahan. Matt Monahan in behind the goal. Checked there by Kobash. Now they battle in along the boards. And Williams will take it away. He'll play it to the line, but not out. Held in by Johnston. Johnston goes to Orr at the right point. He'll try a long shot. Tipped in front, just wide of the goal. Now Monahan trying to jab it in at the side of the net. Here's Klink with a chance, and he sent that one wide of the goal. At the right point, Johnston goes to Orr, right circle. Orr looking in front for somebody. Played it in back of the goal. He got tied up. Matt Monahan into the loose puck. This is Northern's best pressure. Johnston at the line with a shot, and that one went wide of the goal. Here's McHugh off to the side of the net, and he got tied up. 
And finally, it's picked up by Kovic, and he got it out center ice. Huskies will regroup, though. Here's Orr charging back up over the line, and Williams made a nice poke check there, scooped it away, but now he'll dump it ahead, and that'll go far enough for an icing with 8.05 to go here in the third. It's 2 to nothing in favor of Orchard Lake St. Mary's. So face off in the St. Mary's zone. They'll control the draw and Kamara will skate it to center. Takes a bump from Bruno and that bump made him shoot it before he wanted to. He dumped it in from the wrong side of center and that's another icing call. He's about a stride away from the red line and he was going to dump it in when he got to the red line but uh, Bruno gave him the hit and that forced him to just fire that puck ahead a stride before he wanted to. Simpson tried to go forward on the faceoff. That'll be swept away to the right point. Plater hustled over to hold it in. Tim Monahan working along the right wing boards now, trying to cut in. Ends up in behind the goal with it. Trying to fight off the check of Kronberg. Kerrigan comes in to help out. Four players battle in behind the St. Mary's goal. Kerrigan put it right out in front, and Simpson had the chance, and he blew it wide. Now Simpson's got it again, left circle. Played it back on the blue line to Plater. Plater will slip it back down low. Kerrigan bumping in the corner with Archer, but Archer will play it ahead, and they'll work it out center ice. Oh, Cyborg was flattened by two Husky players, and Northern Tim Monahan in front of his own bench couldn't get it ahead to Kerrigan. Kronberger played it back into his own zone. It'll be played back out center ice. Robbins knocked it down in the neutral zone, and then it's taken away. Here's Cyborg trying to cut up the left wing side. He put it right into the goal crease, and Sheffer makes the save there on a little redirect by uh, Kretu. And uh, almost a little counterattack there by St. Mary's, who's actually been back on their heels. The last two or three minutes have been the best of the game for Port Huron Northern. They're down 2 nothing with just under seven minutes to go here in the third. Bruno on the faceoff had it all tied up. Chopping at it with Kuza. Got it back to the blue line and a shot there from Agni is grabbed off by Sheffer. He juggled it a bit, but he's able to hold on. And we'll get a faceoff again in the Husky zone. Bruno will go in against Rice. Bruno won the draw, and Orr will circle his own net. Played it ahead for Chauvin, but it hopped on him. Shot by Dell, and he got under that one and golfed it up off the glass and out of play. I think they're going to keep this face off in the zone. With 6.41 to play here in the third, and the Huskies down 2-0. They'll drop it to the left of Logan Sheffer. Here's Dell again at the right point. Pushed it along the right wing boards. Morgan back to Dell. Dell will take the shot. Sheffer with the save off the blocker. And the Huskies will get it center ice. Bringard plays it to Matt Monahan over the line. Back in front for McHugh. That missed. Following up, though, is Johnston. He fanned on it. Bringard now down in the corner trying to keep it alive here for the Huskies. But Dell bounced off the hit. And he'll backhand it ahead. And Kuza will play it down the ice, and that'll be icing 
against St. Mary's. Face off again will come back down into the St. Mary's zone. Girls basketball tomorrow night on stream one. I will be in Croslex. It's Croslex against North Branch in a BWAC battle. And on stream two, Brady Beaton's got a Matt Gold showdown as Marysville travels to Marine City in a big rivalry game. Girls basketball starts at 7 tomorrow night here on GetStuckOnSports.com on both streams. Tonight we've got hockey for you, and it's a 2-0 score. Orchard Lake St. Mary's on top with 5.52 to go on the third. Becker had a chance in the slot, and the puck slid right under the heel of his stick. Huskies will get it to center. Tim Monahan trying to work his way up over the line. Drops it back to Kerrigan for a long shot that goes wide of the goal. Simpson trying to get to the loose puck. He got knocked down and coming away with it is Magdrich. He'll play it ahead for Becker, who will let it roll out center ice. And now it's Magdrich up over the line into the right circle. Took a shot and a toe save there by Sheffer, and he'll cover up and hang on. And it's lucky that Sheffer got the toe on that. Cretu was on the other side of the net waiting for that puck to get through to him. And that would have been a tap-in. Face-off in the Husky zone. McEwen against uh, Colbush. It's in behind the goal. Oreski trying to get to it. And centered out front or blocked it. And now McHugh's got it in behind his own net. And then he was stripped of the puck by Oreski. Played it back on the line. But Mitchell fanned on it. And it comes out center ice. Matt Monahan couldn't get possession. Mitchell chopped it back into the Husky zone. Orr will swing it around for Klink. Klink will chip it ahead to Bringard. And he'll leave it for McHugh. McHugh to center. But they're two on three. And from behind, Colbrush broke up the play. Camara will get it ahead, and out to center they come. Two of them up over the line. Colbrush trying to lay it out in front. Oh, it went off or skate and just wide of the goal. Now Colbrush played it right out into the slot. Camara drive and the save by Sheffer, and he'll hang on to that one. And now St. Mary's coming back to life and getting some chances with 4.35 to go here in the third. The middle part of this period, the Huskies woke up for two or three shifts and had some pressure on and came the closest that they have tonight to scoring a goal. We've seen some Northern Dramatics this season in this building. We saw them in uh, one game that they eventually lost in overtime, but they tied it up with the extra attacker on the ice late in the game. They need to get two here, and they're down to 417 to work with. Johnston at the left point with a shot, tipped in front wide of the goal. Scotcher at the right point, played it all the way back down into the left wing corner. Agney for Dell, Dell for Cybor, and he'll get it ahead for Cretu. Cretu charging up the left wing. His centering feed was blocked, ends up in behind the northern goal. Johnston played it to the open wing, got a man down. That's Berenger for St. Mary's. He is down and shaken up. And uh, uh, we may be having a penalty here to Northern's Nolan Johnston. Beringer is down, and they're going to have to come out and take a look at him. And Johnston is headed to the uh, penalty box here. 
And we'll wait to see what the call is going to be here. There's only 350 remaining in the third period. So 13-10 will be the time of the seventh Husky penalty of the game. I think Barringer's going to be okay. He's laying on his side, and he's talking to the trainer. Now he's sitting up, and now he's going to try to get up. Two big guys, the two biggest guys for each team. And there was a collision in the, the corner, and uh, Johnston may have gotten a stick or an elbow up. We'll wait and see. I think, too, the officials waited there to see how bad Behringer was hurt. If it was bad, I think they were going to call a major, and now I think it might just be a minor penalty. Yep, two minutes up on the board for Nolan Johnston. So that's the good news. The bad news is half of what's remaining in the game. The Huskies are going to be shorthanded, and they need two goals here. Call it cross-checking. This is the fourth power play of the game for St. Mary's, and they can put this thing to rest here on the man advantage. It'll come back on the left point to Dell. Dell will survey the situation, slide it off into the left circle now for Magdich. Magdich will play it down low. Back to Dell in the slot with a drive. Magdich, the rebound, and he scored. Power play goal for St. Mary's, and that should put this one to bed. It's now 3-0 with 3.13 to go. Dylan Magdich gets his seventh goal of the season. A power play goal as he punched in the rebound of the Dell shot. I think Brunel might get the other assist on the play, but we'll wait and see. I thought Mitchell was going to get an assist on the shorthanded goal, and they ended up calling that one unassisted. They are also calling more penalties here. I think. No, they're just calling a penalty to St. Mary's. They did give Brunel and Dell the assists. But now they've also called a penalty here against St. Mary's for something. Brunel got an unsportsmanlike, so he must have over-celebrated or said something somewhere, but they get the goal to go up 3-0, but now they give the Huskies their sixth power play of the game. And Northern wanted another penalty called there as it looked like uh, Bringard got interfered with right at the blue line. Play will continue, though, and Johnston will go back to get it in behind his own goal. 
He'll sweep the pass ahead off the skate of McHugh. In the neutral zone, Bringard will play it back in deep. Chasing after it is Simpson. Agney got there first, and he played it off of Orrin back out center ice. And now back behind the play, we've got another whistle. And, oh, look out. Simpson took a swing at Agney, and then Agney took a chop at Simpson. And we're going to have more penalties here as it continues to get feisty. These penalties will come at 14-22. A lot of penalties tonight. Sometimes you get a lot of penalties and it detracts from a game, but it actually really hasn't affected the flow of this hockey game all that much. We've been cruising right along in uh, this game, despite the fact that we now have had, what do we got here, 15, 16, at least 17 penalties called in the game. Assuming that each player here only got uh, one penalty each. They have shown Simpson to the locker room with 2.38 to go. So he may have gotten more than just one penalty unless they're dishing out 10-minute misconducts here. They got a five-minute major up for Simpson. Wow. Guess they're going to give him. He did take a swing. I guess they're going to call that fighting. Normally, at this stage of the game, they there's nothing really happened there, and they they'd call that uh, a rough. I thought what Agney did with the slash is more dangerous than what Simpson did with a little shove, albeit into the face mask. But again, they're wearing those cages. They're protected from that. However, it's not my job to interpret that stuff. It's my job to tell you what they called. There is a major up on the Husky side. They haven't put a penalty up on the other side, though. And that's the uh, discussion as to, because uh, they put Agney in the box, so he should, unless Simpson got two and five, and Agney got two, then that would make sense. I don't know. Chris Jones might have just been launched. Oh, I saw a double tech in basketball last night, and I think I just saw Husky coach Chris Jones get told to leave the bench. Agney got slashing. Okay. So they gave Simpson two roughing penalties. The second rough was a major. So he got seven minutes there. And that's why right now we're in a four-on-four situation with under two minutes to go. And in 40 seconds, 
Orchard Lake St. Mary's will get a man out of the box, and if there are no other penalties, they'll go on a power play, but I spoke too soon because we're going to get another penalty called here. And I think, too, what's happening here is the officials have decided there's 150 to go, and if the kids want to fool around, they're going to call it tight. McHugh is actually headed to the box now for Northern. will be the time of this call. And St. Mary's is going to go back to the power play, and in 37 seconds, they'll have a two-man advantage. Magdich played it back to Williams. He'll go to Dell. It's four against three right now. It was a hold to McHugh. Magdich plays it back to Williams. He'll go to Dell at the right point. He'll move in. Fire hit the goalpost. Rebound loose in front. Comes back to the blue line to Williams. And he went to spin. And the puck slid away from him back out to center. Now he charges right back up over the line. Williams into the left circle. Dropped it back. Cyborg played it across now for Magdich. And he dropped it back to the point And it came out center ice. Brunel's out of the box. It's five against three here. For the remainder of the game, unless they score a goal. Cyborg for Brunel, and he overskates the puck, and Matt Monahan will bounce it down the ice. We're under a minute to go in the hockey game. 3-0 St. Mary's, and they have a 5-on-3 advantage here for the rest of the time on the clock. Brunel at center, or took a run at him. Kerrigan tried to go forward and attack, even though he's down two men. And it's taken away now by Williams. And he'll rush it to center with 35 seconds to go. Williams hands it off for Brunel. Brunel carries back up over the line. Brunel in the right circle takes a look, drops it back to Colbush. Colbush circles back out at the right point there, takes a look, and then hands the puck to Dell. 18 seconds to go. Dell goes back to Colbush. Colbush goes now to Williams in the left circle. He'll send one toward the net. Sheffer kicked it away. Another penalty coming up to Northern here. Back at the line is Dell with a drive, and that one was blocked, didn't get through. Three seconds to go, two seconds to go, and they just play keep away and run out the uh, clock. And this last penalty won't matter. 3-0 is your final score. And we'll be back to tell you about it in just a moment. Hi, this is Dennis Stuckey. I have to be honest, without Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering, there would be no StuckOnSports.com. I'm not very technical, and Andrew set up my webpage, my streaming platforms, all of the software for the games, the podcast. Well, basically, he set me up with everything a broadcaster needs. Andrew even knew the best places to get quality equipment at a fair price. Check out his site at Thompson-Engineering.com or call Andrew at 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. Orr got the uh, penalty at the 17-minute mark, so he had 21 minutes in penalties tonight of the 54 in the game, we had 20 penalties total called in the hockey game tonight, 12 power plays uh, in the uh, game, and all our goals, not surprising, came on special teams as Orchard Lake St. Mary's records their fifth shutout of the season. It's the first 
for Aiden Klingbeal, who had to make 10 saves to get the shutout today, and he got offensive support, a power play goal in the first period from Case Kolbush, his third of the year from Donovan Mitchell and Reese Williams at 6.57, made it 1-0 St. Mary's. Will uh, Kornberger scored a shorthanded goal, unassisted, his first of the year at 8.19 of the second to make it 2-0, and then in the third, Dylan Megdich scored on the power play his seventh, from uh, Brendan Bell, uh, Dell rather, and Jack Brunel at 13:47 to make it three to nothing. Shots were 10-3 St. Mary's in the third. They outshot the Huskies 29 to 10. They went two for six on the power play. Northern went 0 for six on the man advantage. Nine minor penalties for 18 minutes against St. Mary's tonight. 11 total penalties against the Huskies for 36 minutes in penalties uh, tonight. So it was a uh, feisty uh, hockey game, but in the end, Orchard Lake St. Mary's was too much, and the Huskies suffered their fifth straight loss, fall to 4-9 and nine on the season. St. Mary's is now 10-3, and three, and they have sported back-to-back shutouts. Uh, and uh, again, this is the uh, first uh, shutout for uh, Klingbeal this uh, season. He improves his record to 4-3 and three on the year. 3-0 your final score. Your magna mega performer of the uh, game tonight will be the Huskies' Logan Sheffer, who once again did his job. He makes 26 saves in the uh, hockey game and kept his uh, team uh, in it. But Northern, with just 10 shots on goal tonight, really couldn't muster uh, an offensive against uh, St. Mary's. Reminder that uh, tomorrow night we'll have girls basketball on uh, both streams starting at 7 o'clock. I'll be in Croslex as the uh, Lady Pioneers take on North Branch and uh, Brady has a uh, big rivalry game as Marysville travels to Marine City tomorrow night on stream two. Once again, the final score here tonight, Orchard Lake St. Mary's three, Port here on Northern Nothing. Hope you enjoyed the broadcast. You've been listening to High School Hockey on GetStuckOnSports.com. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.